All right, so um, I need to I need to finally get something off my chest, um, and so I've thought about this for a while now, mm-hmm. and I just I just needed to tell the truth. Um, I really don't I, like where this is going. I just know one day someone will catch me, so I need to come out with it before this happens. So, all right, here it goes. I have never seen Schindler's List. And the reason I need to do this is because I'm tired of hiding it, and I've sh- and I've straight up like have shamed others before for not seeing it before. Like you know how me like uh like when Schindler's List comes up, and I'd I'd always be like, you haven't seen Schindler's List. I but don't yet, think I've ever I, heard. I have. We have never once talked about the movie Schindler's List, so I don't know that that's like a quirk of yours. Well, I'm just saying, whenever it comes up, I always pretend like I have seen it. Is this one of these and things where, like, you, is this the thing where, like, you think that you have a thing and, like, in your mind, people know you for, like, your sick pranks and the fact that you, like, have these hot takes about Schindler's List? No, I, I, I honestly, it just comes up a lot somehow. How? It, no, whenever... it doesn't. I have known you for over 10 years and we have never once, once whenever... came close to talking about Schindler's List. Maybe not us, but I'm just saying in general, whenever that movie comes up, I always, for some reason, can't admit that I haven't seen it. And I need to admit it because I'm going to get caught one day when I do that whole shaming thing. And then they're like, what's it about? And, you know, and that's another thing, too. I don't even know what the fuck happens in it. You know, I have no clue what happens in it. And I'm very good at coming off like I do. Um, Like... You know, I'm very good at like holding the conversation somehow because I can put it together. It's, it's a guy named Schindler and he's got a list. So, have you seen it? First off, mm-hmm. you have. Okay, I look. I've tried before. I've tried to watch it, but I, um, uh, I was like Steven Spielberg. Fuck yeah, you know, like a Jurassic Park style Holocaust movie. I'm totally fucking down. And then I turned it on and it was black and white and immediately I was turned off and I couldn't do it. So, um, so yeah, uh, I've never seen it. So tell me if this is correct, right? I'm guessing it's about some guy who has a list of people that he wants to save who are Jews and he puts them, he has like some sort of list of people that go on this train from a factory somewhere and they he like gets them out somehow right is that simple i mean you're not super far off really oh my god holy shit i've never even i've been too lazy to even read up on like what the fuck it's about you know so yeah i just had to get that off my chest yeah i, I mean don't think it's, I'm ever it's actually gonna watch it it's kind of just like Hey, this guy's not the worst Nazi, the movie. Oh, so he's still a Nazi? Yeah. Well, okay. But so he actually was a he was for the Nazis, but he just had like a heart sometimes. Yeah, he was like a fucking German who was part of the Nazi party or whatever who didn't want all of his like Jewish like workers and people he knew to be killed. Oh, so, so it wasn't all of them; it was just some, like the ones that he liked. Essentially, yeah. 
I mean, yeah. he, like, it's just a fucking story about, like, a German Nazi dude who tries to save some Jews. Damn. You know, that sounds kind of dumb. I don't think I'll watch it. But, you know, what I will say. That this was a terrible intro? <laughs> yeah. And also that we're the Bolsheviks. Podcast makes me realize how much I don't fucking know. Talking about how he's going to put a boot in your ass because it's the American way. That was fun. That was tight. I will. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to, I'm in this, man. I'm in it to win. Historical trolling is the funniest shit. Oh, never going to have sex again. All right. We're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. All right. So, um, can we talk about the shooting that happened? For a second, like, did you did you hear about that at all? What shooting? We live in America. There's a shooting every day. That's true. No, um, Trump was like giving his like little fucking speech or whatever, and um, the Secret Service came in and dragged him out and was like, "There's like a shooting outside," and um, yeah. Uh, but I, I don't even know if he was like, I don't even know if it was a guy like trying to kill Trump or not. But apparently, the guy like pointed a gun at one of the uh, officers and then the officer shot him and the guy didn't shoot the officer is the only one that shot but for some reason the officer and this dude went to the hospital I don't so, know I, I don't know anything about anything? it no, I, I mean I, I literally just saw that little snippet like that little headline blurb thing where like Trump was talking, and then they said there was an active shooter, and then he came back and, like, don't worry about it, or, like, whatever. Like, mm -hmm. It was literally minutes later, so I, the guy probably wasn't even going for him. Because if, if, if there was any evidence that the guy was, like, trying to get in and, like, shoot Trump, then I think they, they would have held Trump for a little bit longer to see if there, there was any other people with the guy, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but it, it was kind of funny, because he was like, you know, he was like, what? And then the guy was like, you know, whisper in his ear. And then Trump's like, huh, oh, okay. And then, like, just slowly goes out. And you can hear all the news people like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Freaking the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, no, I heard about it, but I didn't really care, so. Yeah, and not not really that big of a deal. Um, also, I think it was during that same, when he came back, I think during the same thing, uh, Trump talked about the 1917 pandemic and said it ended this it probably ended the second world war yeah, now i don't people, i don't care be, i'm gonna give him a pass because obviously he meant the first world war and he just goofed a little bit you know right i mean or do you I, think he's actually that dumb well i mean he said it so he's that dumb but like I don't know, like, that's just old man brain that I don't really care about, like... Right. It's He just says dumb shit like that all the time, and that's, like, mashed potato brain stuff that, like, doesn't really have any consequence, so, like, chalk that up to another thing that I don't care about. Right, right, right. It was just a fun little gag. I mean, I goofed the other day. You fucking goofed, goofed, a couple times. You goofed seven minutes ago with your Schindler's List montage. <laughs> but um well i yeah um yeah I I don't, yeah no that one the i don't know i mean i i didn't really understand what he was getting at 
I mean, like he obviously meant World War One, but like, I and I think he, I think he knows that. I think, I think he just kind of farted in his brain a little bit. You know, he definitely fucking farted. But it's like, even if like Sans fart, right? I still don't really understand what he was trying to get at by saying that the flu ended World War One, because what? Because it well yeah one it didn't uh, at all. Um, although there was an interesting like little like little show piece they did about you know during that time when Woodrow Wilson went over to try and like talk about ending World War One and how it was going to go for Germany because Woodrow Wilson kind of wanted to like like do Germany like a solid and like not fuck them over like they eventually did but the uh the uh france's president or prime minister or whatever it was at the time was like no we're gonna fuck germany's at germany's ass up for this you know they started this war and they're a bunch of assholes but then woodrow wilson came down with the illness of that time which they think now it was the spanish flu um and right after that woodrow wilson didn't have any energy to argue in favor not in favor of germany but in favor of like being a little bit lighter on germany um and he just kind of let france uh have their way with uh with germany and you know and that put germany in such shitty shit that like you know that kind of gave rise to the nazis and stuff so a little bit maybe but i don't think that's where he was getting it but that was an interesting thing i had heard i mean okay even that is that's like kind of this beauty with everything that just sort of dribbles out of Trump's mouth is like mm-hmm. people will just like go through like endless amounts of like books and websites to try and find some way that what he said makes sense. That's what I just did. Well, exactly. And that's like what everyone kind of does because it's like, I don't think people can just like fucking live with the fact that he's a fucking moron but like he's an right. old man so he literally just has old man brain but then yeah. everyone wants him to be like I think that people are afraid to realize that like we are run by nothing but fucking old people dullards who, yeah just fucking old people who just say random weird shit all the time like it always has to mean something mhm right you know so everything but Trump's not deep he's not deep at all there's nothing there like He's just, he's just, he was just kind of there and he needed to talk. So he was just spouting off a bunch of shit and then it leaves it up to everyone to like, yeah, like what you said, like, uh, kind of like figure out what he, what the fuck he was talking about. But he's about. literally and, created an entire industry out of making him sound like he is like, like prophetic, like prophetic or whatever when he speaks. And honestly, that's why the media, nobody care, like nobody trusts or likes the media anymore because they are falling for it every single time and all this all these bait articles and like this vague shit that they write about, like, um, you know, that's why nobody even cares anymore. Cause they're not picking and choosing. They're they're They would take what I like, well, what I said about it, you know, and then make a whole fucking op-ed about how Trump doesn't know that world war two and, you know, didn't end in 1918, you know, like world war one did or something. You know what I mean? Like people are, people are that stupid. Yeah. to uh well do that yeah i and mean that's why nobody yeah i mean that's 
one of the I think that that's one of the things that changed when Trump got in office and it's something that is going to be the new normal now. It, I mean, unless, you know, whenever he leaves office, the person who succeeds him like doesn't talk every fucking day. And I mean right. like honestly, this is because like if you think back like to when we were kids or if you like look back like to, you know, past presidents Motherfuckers didn't speak that much. We didn't have, like, that much access to these motherfuckers. So, like, when they spoke, it meant something. Right. It was, like, once a month, you know. And then now it's, like... I mean, I legitimately don't think any sitting politician should have Twitter. But, like, now it's, like, they just talk all the fucking time, but we're still sort of trained to believe, like, shh, 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 he's speaking. You know what I mean? And so it's like everything has to mean something and there has to be a reason behind it and there needs to be like a purpose and like some sort of like truth or an agenda or like something as to why this person is talking because we're used to like state of the unions being a fucking thing and fireside chats being a fucking thing. But now it's literally him fucking talking about like a pizza place in Long Island that he likes or like (laughs) just calling somebody he doesn't like a name. And then or everyone, hairspray. Yeah, and then everyone wants to just fucking, like, write an entire dissertation about, like, the hidden meetings behind his, like, spell check errors and shit, and it's, it's just fucking ridiculous. And yeah, and that's the reason why the media is really fucked up. I mean, the media should just really not even pay attention to him really that much, unless there is something obviously important to say, because that'll make him be like, why isn't anyone paying attention to me? Because that's all he fucking wants. He's just an attention whore, and, like... You know, he's one of those any news is any news is good news type of motherfuckers, you know. Um, and yeah, but of course, they don't the media is not going to do that because they need to make money now. But back in the day, it wasn't all about profits. You know what I mean? Um, so the only way to really like not beat, but for the sake of this, you know, this little conversation beat someone like Trump would be to just fucking ignore them completely. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine how like frustrated he would be well, if uh, everyone ignored him? <laughs> well, yeah, no, but I mean, like, that's literally like the only way to like hurt people like him or like, especially a lot of the like right wing Twitter people, like the people who say they're journalists or whatever. Like all right. these people, like they want the attention, they want to be trolled, they want to be made fun of. Like, they are the definition of, like, like, you know, my haters make me famous, you know, like, that whole mindset, like, is 100%, like, in line with how Trump and his cohorts, like, act and think. Yeah. So, the only way to, like, piss them off or get them to shut the fuck up or, like, you know, beat them is to legitimately just fucking ignore them. 100%. 100%. Because yeah. they can no longer be like, everyone hates me because I'm the shit. <laughs> if you're just like, who are you? Like, what? Right. I mean, and that's a big thing, too. People love Trump because people hate him. The people are so stupid, dude. Um, anyway, let's um, so let's discuss these this thing he came out and, you know, talked about that, like his his version of the uh, COVID relief shit, you know, his executive orders, you know, mm. um. So 
there's four executive orders here uh, extending unemployment insurance. So let's talk about this one. This is like, you know, he says that. And it, first off, it's only $400. Yeah, so it's, it's a cut to benefits. Cut to benefits. 100 of those dollars uh, is to be paid for by the states, um, even though the states have no money. Uh, and they have because there's no tax revenue because no one's fucking working. Um, so a, a lot of states are already saying we can't fucking do that. We don't have any fucking money. Um, and it's also supposed to be implemented by a different system. Um, cause what he could have solved it by doing, you know what, the system we already had in place, just keep sending those checks. And then we would have stayed at $600 and that would have been great. But no, he has to do a whole new system, um, which is obviously has to be developed, and that's going to take months. You but know even, I mean? like, okay, like, obviously this is, like, fucked, and it's, like, fucking stupid, right? Like, that's a given. But he also mm-hmm. could have just kept the same, th- like, system, as you're calling it, in place, and then just be like, I'm taking 200 bucks off the top. Right, but he's, he just says, I'm going to... I need to make a new thing. Like you don't need, first off, you don't need to. Well, he does because he needs to have his name on it. It needs to be his thing. Yeah. But in doing that, people are going to be waiting a month and they need this shit now. You know, I understand it's a cut. Uh, It's better than nothing, I guess, but they need it fucking now, you know, and it's not even going to, you know, it's not even going to be 400. It's going to be fucking 300 for some of these States because they're not going to be able to afford it. Also, you're being very generous in thinking that they're going to come up with a new system to pay out people in four weeks when it took some people four months to get their paycheck the first time around. Yeah. I mean, how do how long do you think it's going to be? I mean, if he is like legitimately starting from the ground up doing a whole new thing that you have to reapply for and shit, no one yeah. p- people aren't going to see that fucking money until after the election. You're right. Like 100 percent. And that seems to be and I'm sure you'll bring it up with his other, you know, proposed executive orders or whatever. But like a lot of his strategy right now is let's get through the election and then I'll make sure everyone's taken care of. Yeah. Like he's holding the country hostage in exchange for a second term. It's it's almost like if he loses for that little lame duck session, he just wants to be like, you guys made a bad decision. Yep, he's going to he he will spend that whole, you know, lame duck part just being like, look, I I would love to help you guys out, but obviously y'all don't fuck with me. So like, sorry, I'm not going to go out of my way and get yelled at. You know, like you guys don't want to fight for me. I'm not going to fight for you guys. Or he's going to completely flip it and be like this super progressive lame duck session president being like, "Look what you could have heard." You know what I mean? That uh, would honestly Okay, that would be so fucking funny and so fucking tight if he, like, spent his lame duck session, like, his lame duck period. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it, this would never happen. But imagine right, no, if no. he, like, got rid of fucking student loan debt, made college free, did, me- like, it literally did everything that the progressives wanted to happen, and then made it so that Biden can't get anything done. Yeah. Like, that would be so tight and so... Like, that would be the best way to, like... That would be the best way to go out. That would be the best way to own the Democrats, is if he literally did everything... Like, if he just, like, implemented everything that Bernie and AOC want to get done. Yeah. And then we're just like, fuck you guys. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, like, good I'd luck having anyone give a shit happened. about you now, Biden, you know? Right. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, see, this is what he should have done. Because, you know, they're arguing about the, the whole reason he did this is because they're taking too long on getting some done. Um, and I, I think he should have been like, yo, look, like either you guys work something out within the next week or I'm just going to do everything. I'm just going to uh, get through everything the Democrats want and then scare Republicans in, into like working with the Democrats on something. You know what I mean? I think that this was That's all sort of like part of the plan. So I really think that this was planned out by uh, Barr, McConnell, Graham, and Trump. So I, I really, really think that what happened was the Republicans made their ridiculous, you know, offers and, and refused to do a counter offer and refused to play ball, right? They yeah. just refused to do anything. Knowing that Trump would then have a way to kind of swoop in with these executive orders. So the Republicans refuse to play ball, and then that gives Trump a way to come over and be like, if you guys aren't going to play nice, I'm going to have to step in. And it was a way for like the Republican Party to look strong under these Trump executive orders, like without them having to like do any type of bargaining with the Democrats. I don't think so at all. Or at least on Mitch McConnell, I don't think Mitch McConnell was in on it. And the reason is because his biggest thing uh, was liability insurance for companies. And that's not in this at all. So, I mean, uh, maybe other people, maybe Barr and everything. But I don't think Mitch McConnell, that's his baby. Mitch McConnell would have, he's not, he doesn't want anything to do with any of this unless it's got uh, the liability insurance for for, companies. companies well i think i know i don't agree with that just i mean mcconnell's a big part of there not being a deal like mcconnell has repeatedly said that like he will not like meet the democrats anywhere near the the you know the number that they want like he has a hard line he will not negotiate yeah he wants one trillion and liability every yeah com- the, the, but that but that's his hard hard line. Yeah. And then the Democrats hard line was what was it? Oh, it was uh the 600 the insurance. I well, think. even Pelosi came back was like, "Yo, we will meet you guys fucking halfway." Like she said that they they tried to take the 3 down to like what 1.5 or 2 or some shit and we're like, "If you meet us in the fucking middle, like we'll pass this shit." And then McConnell was still like, "Nope. Not going to cent no, above a trillion." Here's the thing. Democrats already passed their fucking shit back like two months ago. No, I understand know? that. But I'm saying that McConnell is a large reason why nothing happened. And I think that the reason why he was super horny to have nothing happen was so Daddy Trump can come in and do what he wanted to do. Right. The, the Republicans, uh, they, you know, they're just saying that the president is doing something and the Dems aren't even know the Dems passed COVID relief bill like a bunch of months ago. Yeah. Like they, they're using this as a, they, yeah, they, they, they want a reason to say we're doing something and the Dems aren't doing anything or they're holding everything hostage, even though they were the ones getting, they were started on this shit a long ass time ago. Yeah. And, this and makes, that's going to be their narrative. It, yeah. And 100%. And if you support, you know, if you support the GOP, then this makes them look really strong. What happened? Number one, they didn't, you know, they didn't buckle under the pressure of the Dems, right? That's a big thing. They're not weak. And then also, what happened? Number two, the strong president came in and was a strong guy. So that's like a double whammy for them. 
It is a double whammy. I am glad that the Democrats are not budging on certain things. This is because this is always what happens to them. They are always the ones that give in so much that there's nothing even left to even care about. And I am glad that they're like, no, this is our hard line. Like, fuck you. And, you know, yeah, Trump's coming in and doing this bullshit. But as we're going to as we're about to talk about, it is bullshit. There's nothing really here. You know, the fucking eviction protection that he's talking about is just the next one. It all it does is asks the health and human services to consider extending the ban on eviction. Yeah, it's just That's him like it's, it it's just does. him being like please like it's not even him saying anything. Right. You know, and deferring payroll ta- this is the funny this is hilarious to me. Deferring payroll taxes, deferment for people making less than uh $104,000 a year um so they don't have to uh they they get like a pay boost or whatever. However, deferment just means you still have to pay it, just not right now. You're going to have to pay it way later, probably in a one big lump sum. That shit's going to, you know, it's a deferment. It's not like they're saying you don't have to pay it. It's fucking crazy. And no, so no one's going to even opt for that because they're going to be like, no, I don't want to pay like fucking six grand at the end of the year. Yeah, it's just going to make it so that people owe way more on their taxes. Yeah, fucking idiot. There, there are some people who are theorizing that this would be like step one and then step two would be just like completely getting rid of it, you know, or extending the deferment, like, not like, you know, indefinitely, but like for, you know, the whole year or whatever. But so let's get into what that would really mean. What do payroll taxes pay for, Jordan? Uh, I don't know. It's just revenue for someone, Are you right? fucking kidding me? It's social security and disability and shit. Oh, I mean, I mean, there's a, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what he's like doing is he's, he's getting rid of the pool of money that they use for social security payments. I thought payroll tax was just everything in your paycheck. Yeah. So that, that includes, that includes federal includes, state and all that shit. But that includes social security. That's where fucking social yeah, security benefits that, come but from. But it's not just those. It's the most important part of it is social security. What, is he, what has he been trying to do? Gut social security. What is he right. doing? He's taking away money for social security without getting rid of the program called social security. Right. But I mean, payroll tax, to me, that just means that's just everything on the paycheck. So yes, I mean, I know it the most important that. part of that is, is payroll taxes. I know, but you can't or really say that when all. Yes, he is. He 100% is. He's getting rid of the money that is used for Social Security and disability. Uh, Yeah, but as of right now, it's everything is all I'm saying. Yeah, but you don't even know. I just asked you what it pays for. You couldn't even tell me one other thing that like well, it goes I was for. confused because I was like, it just goes to the fucking everything. I mean, because everything's on there. Payroll tax is just everything on your, everything that gets taken out, which yes, is everything. But the biggest, social security, it's uh, it's the federal taxes, it's the state taxes, it's whatever, uh, the city. You know, it's all that shit. All that shit is on there. It's just payroll. You know. Yeah, but it's just, you, I it's it's blowing my mind right now that you don't understand how important it is that he's getting rid of the funding for social security and disability payments. No, it's okay. All right. I understand. Yeah. But I also don't understand why it matters so much when it it's including all of it. Because the only one that is solely funded by payroll tax is the uh, only thing that is solely funded by payroll tax is social security. 
I got so you, like I got the you. states get tax get revenue in general from dozens of other places. That's all you have to fucking say, dude. You don't have to fucking rail on me because I'm not understanding why it's important that it's like you're saying A, B, and C, and D are getting cut, mm-hmm. but you're saying he's gutting C. Yeah, no, because C is very important, and it's... I got it. Yeah. So now what's going to happen next, I have a very, you know, I'm pretty sure what is going to happen is we're going to have at least this huge chunk of time where Social Security isn't getting funded. At least, you know, he wants a couple months, right? If he has Uh his way, it'll be indefinitely or for the next year or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. So what he's going to fucking do is he's going to come up with some crazy alternative for paying Social Security, right? He's going to mm-hmm. come up with some dumb fucking idea. And the Democrats are going to say, are you fucking kidding me? No, you can't do that to pay for Social Security that way. And then he's going to come back and say, look, I tried to help, but the Democrats won't work with me. So I guess we don't have Social Security anymore. Like, this is how he's going to get rid of Social Security. Okay, you're calling it. Yeah, 100%. No this idea. is going to be, If this goes through, this will be the death of Social Security. He will push back this tax... And that will cut the funding. And then when the money runs out, when the pot is depleted, he's going to come up with some crazy new way to fund it. And then the Democrats are going to reject it. And then he's going to say, look, I tried, but you guys don't want to work with me. So I guess we're not going to do this anymore. Oops, moving on. They've been trying to do this for his entire presidency. Okay. All right. Yeah. I don't don't know. I especially think he's going to sign some stuff into law. Um, you know, or whatever, if he gets the lame duck shit going. Right, yeah, that'll be interesting to see. The lame duck stuff will be uh, pretty interesting. But yeah, that's, um, that's the most important thing, I think, of the executive orders, is the fact that he's effectively screwing over Social Security so hard. Yeah. And let's be honest, it's got none of the good shit in there, man. No stimulus payments, like, what the fuck? Didn't you see all the videos of like poor people opening up those checks, seeing Trump's signature on there, being like, I fucking love Trump now, you know? You're an idiot. <laughs> That's a win for you, like right before the election. No funding for small businesses um, and no additional money for state and local governments or schools, you know? Like, none of that shit's in there. Mm-mm. No, it wouldn't be. Right. But I'm just, I mean, I'm surprised that the stimulus things aren't in there because that might be something he just can't do with executive orders. I don't think he could do any of this I mean, with executive orders without a lawsuit. That's but. sort of the whole thing is I'm pretty sure he can't do any of this stuff that he said he wants to do. Yeah. Oh, we we got to move on because. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I got oh, wait, 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 wait. It's time. It's time. Hell yeah. I didn't mean to yell at you. <coughs> nah, I get it. I understand. What you were saying wasn't getting through. I think, I think you, you just weren't really explaining it that well for me. I just thought that everyone reads their paychecks and sees that part of the tax in their, you know, part of payroll tax is social security. Right, but <coughs> a lot of that, a lot of shit's on there. It's, you know, so there's, I just wasn't. There's putting, three things. I wasn't, there's three things yeah. on there. State tax, federal tax, social security. Well, you didn't say what's only. You just said, what is payroll taxes fund? And it's like, I don't know, everything. Everything comes out of there. But if you would have said, what 
do payroll taxes only what what's only funded by payroll taxes? If I would have said what is only funded by no, yeah, no, exactly. If I would have said what is only funded by your payroll tax, you would have either said parking or you would have said your four hundred one k. Right, uh, but you didn't, so you didn't own me. You could have <clears> owned, <throat> but you didn't. Uh, uh, time anyway. will tell if you just got owned. <laughs> All right, so. We, I guess we have to talk about this fucking shit that was announced today. I was wondering, I was like, yesterday I was thinking, I was like, when the fuck is he going to announce his goddamn VP? Um, so Joe Biden announces VP, Kamala Harris. The worst choice. Honestly, the worst, the worst choice. Literally the worst choice with, what a fucking idiot, dude. Anybody would have been better. Um, I was actually, never mind. Uh, so anything else on that dude i mean i could just grunts a bunch of grunts i could yes yeah, i mean honestly let's oh, just uh. let's just get a little <laughs> mm, what the fuck dude what the fuck was he thinking yeah no he just really it was this is fucking hilarious honestly it's it's fitting because it's the worst option and this really mm-hmm. just proves that the American electoral process is completely broken and it's a fucking joke. It is a joke. Because like with pretty much any of the other people they were kicking around, there were some good things that like oh, you could you could who stretch that, it. Who was that Cuba loving motherfucker? What? That Cuban the one who visited Cuba and everyone was like, She's a communist. I don't know. Forget what her fucking name is. <coughs> but like, anyway, no, like Susan he, Rice, she had some great attributes. I mean, yeah, dude, fucking even Elizabeth Warren would have been better. Warren would have been great. Uh, Abrams was would have mm-hmm. been okay. The only thing I don't like about her is that she likes fucking uh, Anne Rand. Her favorite book was like Atlas Shrugged or something. It's like, <laughs> what's going on there, dude? <laughs> you know. I mean, it's cool. Uh, we all had a you know a first year of college when we thought we were deep, but like. <laughs> right like what the fuck um but that's literally it uh there's so many good picks is this equivalent to sarah palin as like a bad vp pick do you think i don't know who else was in the pool when sarah palin was, was oh dude chosen. joe lieberman there's a bunch of fucking options i mean i really Wait. don't know enough about like that group of people i i, I mean I'll, I'll go on a limb and say yeah, dude, duh, of course. But, like, I don't know if that's accurate or not. Well, somebody was saying that, like, when they were the media, the press junket at the time, when they were about to announce McCain's VP, there were a list of a bunch of people. Sarah Palin was on there, and they had a response for everybody, and they didn't even bother with Sarah Palin. So she was literally the only one they didn't have a response for, and that ended up being the the one that was picked and they were like, shit, <laughs> we don't have anything to say about this bitch. You know, that rocks. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. So let's talk about the democratic convention real quick. Uh, just about the speakers, which I, I thought was a little interesting. So here are the speakers. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. I, um, I haven't read the entire list. Yeah. So let's, let's read the list. As of right now, we have Bernie. Okay. I mean, he's going to be neutered. Right. And he's like the first day guy. He's going to be like the opening thing. Yeah, so. I mean, he's he's they, he's literally like on the ticket because like, I, I don't know. I, 
would progressive Democrats burn down the DNC if Bernie wasn't in the building? Right, they would. I would. Shit. Uh, okay, so this is interesting. Uh, former Ohio Republican Governor John Kasich. What the fuck is he doing there? You know goddamn well what he's saying. doing there. He's there to bring like, the fucking Democrats to the right, maybe? That's the Lincoln Project, my boy. Lincoln Project, yeah. Uh, also, wait, let, let, me, let, let me get serious for a moment. Okay. People who are sharing Lincoln Project bullshit, you know what you're doing, right? I don't think they do, Robbie. Let's not shame people for not knowing. They, You know, they don't... A lot of people don't know. They well, just see these ads. A lot they don't of people know. need it's to fucking like get their says, shit together. It's not like the Lincoln Project is saying, hey, we are actually, you know, former fucking uh, George Bush dudes or like Republican dudes, you know. They're, it doesn't specifically say that. People are just, they don't know. They're just seeing this great commercial and they fucking share it. Well, you're getting fucking played. They're good commercials. <sighs> I'm just saying they're good commercials. So, you know, if you're going to be one of those... Then yeah, because uh, you know, if if your thing is just to defeat Trump and you don't care about anything else, then why not? You know, um, I understand. We understand. You know, not everybody fucking listens to the shit we listen to. Anyway, I understand. I know what you're talking. I I know where you're getting at. I agree. You are getting played. Anyway, Michelle Obama. Okay. okay. It is funny that she's going to be there because she 100% is... Doesn't she have a podcast to do? Yeah, doesn't she have a job? Uh, right. Ma'am, don't, shouldn't you be at work right now working on your <laughs> podcast, ma'am? <laughs> that would be my, my first question. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I, it's, it is strange that she's going to be there and like everyone's going to be bummed out that she's not VP. Because well, that's, that's the wet dream. Yeah, of course it is. So it's going to be, be people being like, be, we it, wish it was you. Yeah. And it, everybody wishes it should be her, but she didn't want it. You know, I'm sure she was asked, <coughs> but she had this fucking podcast deal. Why would she want to be VP when she's about to fucking... <laughs> I want to be VP, making... but I can't take off work from my podcast. I mean, I feel her pain. I take my craft seriously got, also. I guarantee you she got nine figures for that Spotify deal. Oh, she's yeah. a. F- she probably got more than Joe Rogan. No. She probably got a little less than Joe Rogan. She probably got a lot of less than Joe Rogan. I don't know, man. She ain't doing know. that shit every day for four fucking hours a day, right? She's the new Oprah, dude. Like, there's money there to be had. There's the fucking real ticket, Oprah and fucking Michelle. Oh, man. <laughs> I would love to vote for that. Um, Former Acting Attorney General Sally Yates. What the fuck? Okay. So if you don't, if you guys don't remember who Sally Yates is, following Loretta Lynch's leave, Sally Yates was Attorney General under Trump for ten days. She was removed after she told the Justice Department not to make legal arguments against Trump's Muslim ban. So she was a thing for like she was like weekly. She was like a week of news, maybe not even a full week of news. And this person, she gets to fucking speak at the Democratic National Convention because. What is Biden's biggest selling point? Uh, he's of Republican and in, in, or he's a D is a Democrat in name only. 
What? What? I don't know. Joe Biden's entire platform running for president is that he isn't Trump. Mm. Right. That's what I meant. And so they're stacking the deck with people who also don't like Trump or have bad things to say about Trump. Right. Like, this is all this is. The Democrats no, have no fucking ideas and they have no platform aside from, <laughs> hey, fuck that guy, right? Yes. Well, and, you know, and the coalition with Bernie and that, like, that thing was, that thing's cool. But other than that, you're right. The only thing is, we're not Trump. Not to, um, oh, wait, I, I don't, I don't want to side, uh, sidestep you too hard, but there, since Kamala was announced today, there were a lot of people on Twitter, like a lot of like libs and like dem people who were like in the game. Don't tell me they're taking this away from me. What? Go ahead. No, they were all saying like, basically, oh, so many people came forward and they were like, look, we are going to work really hard to get Kamala and Joe Biden in the fucking White House. And we're only doing it because Trump is the fucking devil. But as soon as they're in there, or excuse, as, as soon as they're in there, we're going to be figuring out ways to get a, you know, a better ticket. Hmm. Yeah. Who's who's we? Who's saying this? Oh, like the fucking the the big dude from the Young Turks and just like a bunch of other like uh, progressive like Democrat media people are all like, we will help this ticket, but oh, then as soon as they're in, we will still be pushing for a progressive Democratic oh, option. Oh, 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 okay, I got you, I got you. Um, Chuck Schumer, which is like, uh, who, okay, on. cool. They need an intermission. <laughs> they need like the weird <laughs> palate cleanser in there. You're right. You're right. He's just sorbet in a tie. I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm surprised, but AOC. I thought she wasn't I don't know on. Why I'm, I thought she wasn't on the, on the dais. She's on, she's on there. She's there. She's good to go. Okay. That is probably the only thing I've heard right now that will help them because it will bring in like people who aren't in their like guaranteed base. Yeah. Because right now, like sure. everything is old school Democrats, which are dwindling out, and then just blanket never Trump, no more Trump, fuck Trump people. Right. So like having AOC in there will, honestly, it will bring progressives in. Oh, for sure, yeah. And everybody's gonna want to hear what she has to say. She's all, God, she's such a good speaker. I know I'm. She's great. Um, you're right though. Yeah. I hope so. Um, Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah, what can, the fuck, can dude? We, can we stop? <laughs> can we talk about that for a while? <laughs> Why the fuck are you there, dude? <coughs> Come on. Honestly, Why I... Why aren't you dead yet? <laughs> I, I really think that he's there because fucking Hillary wants to go on vacation, so she's just dumping off Bill at, like, the babysitter's house. But the babysitter is just Chuck Schumer. She's going to be there, too, man. She's on the list. Dude, fucking I, no, I Hillary know, but there. dude, I, I don't understand how or why the Clintons That's, are continuing to be like a dynasty. Like they it's such a negative. Why would you want them on there? They're such they're they are so bad for business. Oh, Nothing benefits with the addition of fucking either of the Clintons unless it's a kill list. Right. Allegedly. Parody. Allegedly. Jill Biden, which I forgot he was even married. Um, Nancy, oh, Nancy, isn't she a doctor? Isn't it Dr. Jill Biden? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, dude, she went to fucking med school. I'm sorry, Dr. Jill Biden. Nancy Pelosi, another like 
come on now. Okay, uh, that's Ali- another one too. Like, I get that she has to be there. Like, she doesn't have to speak though. Really, have you heard her speak? I guess it's she like, like has really to... screed. She like you it, don't need to speak. It's just so bad. It. I mean, just I'm get gonna... up there and wave in the background. You know. <clears throat> Honestly, come in and say two sentences like on like just like slowly walk from one end of the stage to the other with a wireless mic have someone hand you the mic you start walking you talk for two minutes and then just hand the mic off and then give me the next person oh i know go up there and pretend like your mic's not working and then like and then you get off and you go to the bathroom and then everybody just forgets and then you just have another speaker come up you don't have to speak how badass would it be if she honestly went up there and started talking for like a minute and a half and then just got a phone call? It's like, yo, I got to take this. <laughs> and then just fucking <laughs> left. <laughs> That'd be, a, I would respect her for that. That's a good way to All get right. out of that shit. Yeah. Elizabeth Warren. Okay. Okay. This, okay. Dude, she is such a piece of shit. <laughs> Hey, she Dude, was number one on my VP pick. I know okay? she was, but she fucked over Bernie so hard, and it just... I mean, I'm never going to forgive her for ruining Bernie's chance. Yes. Like, I'm honestly... She should have endorsed him, and she should have never brought up that dumb fucking uh, Bernie saying the whole <clears throat> women can't be president thing, because that was bullshit, and you know it. <clears throat> from from Literally from this election on... Elizabeth Warren is at least partially responsible. I'm putting some of this on her shoulders. And I don't give a fuck about how many girl boss fans don't like that. I really don't fucking care. Right, Elizabeth right. Warren fucking ruined Bernie Sanders chance of being the nominee. And he was the only decent option for America. Yeah, not even decent. He was good. He was a good option for America. he was the best that we had. He was a good option. He was the best of the viable options that we had, and Elizabeth Warren is a huge reason why we don't have that option right now, and we are sitting here talking about fucking Joe Biden. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Barack Obama, which, of course, should be there. Yeah, we'll see what he he does. Um, I wonder how long they're going to give him to speak. Five minutes. I think he can do good for five. You give him over five or seven minutes and it gets, he can. It gets to be like, our, dude, yeah, wrap it up, buddy. Yeah. Kamala Harris, of course. Um, dude, this one's off. This next one <clears throat> is like, what are you thinking? Cory Booker. Why? Literally, that's like the one on here. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why? Dude? Is it because Bill Clinton wanted to meet Rosario Dawson? Dude, did he want did he cory booker and rosario dawson are like dating oh so she'll be there i didn't know that yeah yeah god pete Buttigieg, another like why what is i mean he is another one who is really big on the blame list for what's about to happen absolutely absolutely 100 percent him and all those normal him and amy klobuchar and kamala harris they were all on there literally to siphon off votes mm-hmm. from Bernie. Yeah. So on Super Tuesday, they can all drop out at the same time and then like just give Biden like the fucking shit. I mean, Kamala know? got what she wanted. But like, yes. was it worth it for you, Mayor Pete? 
Like, what yeah. did you get out of this? Back to your fucking little stupid small town. But it's like even fucking Andrew Yang, like he's oh. he's now talking to a bunch of people all the time. Like, what has Mayor Pete been doing? God damn it. You took that from me. I was going to say, you know, I know how you feel about Yang, but don't you think he should have he should he should have. If they're going to have Mayor Pete speaking, you should have fucking Andrew Yang speaking. Not even if like Yang represents an up and coming like new ideas for the Democrats under capitalism. Give him another four years before I really take him that seriously in the political specter. But but he should have spoke. I'm just saying he should he should speak. He represented like he was like a little branch, kind of like how he was like a little less than Bernie was when back in 2016 or 2015 when he when uh, Bernie was campaigning. It was similar to that kind of grassroots thing. Like there was something there on Yang's side uh, that he should have at least gotten a spot to speak I for mean, those people. I don't. I don't really think that like tech bros are really that big of a demographic that they deserve their own like representative and speaker at the conference. But like, I hear what you're saying. I mean, I think and that he, he's a good speaker too. Like, he's someone who like would be good to have there. I I still stand by. He should be there instead of Mayor Pete, for sure. Because like I couldn't tell you one thing that Mayor Pete stands for aside from just being like a CIA fucking asset. He's a CIA. He's for sure a CIA asset for sure. Um. Okay. So where are we at? We got ten minutes. Holy shit. We can go on the overtime though. It's cool. We'll get that fucking. I need more money. We'll get some overtime pay. <laughs> okay. Um. All right, guys. So we're gonna go into the past. With a little thing I call history lessons. I'm sorry, U.S. <laughs> history lessons with Jordan B. I have to make sure it's U.S. because I don't want to be doing world history stuff here. Maybe later. Maybe the, maybe it'll evolve when I run out of shit to talk about. I just laugh. I just laughed so hard I got lightheaded. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go back in time uh, to eight. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? I'm in the zone, dude. All I gotta do is sit here and absorb this history. All right. In 1807, a white dude named Peter Hardeman Burnett was born. He was born in Tennessee. Uh, but was raised in Missouri by a family of slave owners. Okay. Uh, now, he was a self-taught lawyer who, at one point, defended Joseph Smith at one time, uh, who was on trial for treason, arson, and robbery. In in Missouri or in Tennessee? In, in, Missouri. in Missouri. He was just born in Tennessee, and then he, he was raised in Missouri. Yeah. Um, so that's who this... Peter Hardeman Burnett. So he was a um, self-taught lawyer. Okay, so in 1843, uh, Burnett led one of the first wagon trips. So he's, wait, so he was born in what, 1809, you said? Eight, 1807. 1807. So he is in his early 30s, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's like me right now. Okay. In, uh, he led one of the first wagon now trips. Now I'm just going to imagine him just being really, really short. <laughs> um. So, Oregon Trail, the video game, you remember that game, right? Dude, do I? 
Yeah. So you're basically playing as Peter Hardiman, uh, Hardiman Burnett in that game, okay? Which is great. So that's the protagonist of this game. And once we get in a little more about him, you can tell me how do you, how you feel about that being the main character in the video game you used to play when you were a kid. Wait, is this an actual thing or is this like a connection that you were making? It's a connection that I'm making. Okay, cool. I, for but he second, was I thought... one of the first... <laughs> He was one of the first to go on the Oregon Trail. Okay, I get you, I get you. I thought that you were literally telling me the history of the guy that that game's based off of, and I got really fucking stoked. Damn, I should have just kept on going. Yeah, you could have just completely made this guy way more interesting. Yeah, because I could see your mind going like, wait, when it says, when it goes, when the little text comes on the screen, is that, does it say Peter Harmon Burnett? Yeah. I was going to be like, wait, Um, is he the banker guy? Is he the hunter guy? (laughs) Um, so as soon as he got to Oregon, uh, he was elected, uh, in the, into the provisional legislature of Oregon. Do you know how long it took him to get there? No, less than a year. Okay. So he's still early thirties. Yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah. As soon as he got there, he was, uh, elected into the government. Uh, and by the way, Oregon's not a state yet at this time. Um, and he then served as the territory's first chief Supreme Court justice. Okay. So not, not that, not the Supreme Court justice on you know just the the territory's Supreme Court justice. Okay. And this is mid eighteen hundreds, right? Yeah. So this is uh this is like eighteen, eighteen forty four, eighteen forty three still. Okay. Um. So in eighteen forty four, he helped pass. The Burnett Lash Law in Oregon. Have you ever heard of this, Robbie? No. You never heard of the Burnett Lash Law? No. It states that all black people are required to leave Oregon under penalty of being whipped. This is to be repeated every six months until they leave the state. Okay? That's Burnett's Lash Law. Um, And so you know where this is going now. I didn't know if you thought that... Burnett was a good guy or a bad guy. Now I'm just relieved that he isn't the main character for the Oregon Trail. (laughs) Yeah. Um, One last thing I got to cancel. Yeah. Now, remember, he was raised by a slave-owning family, Mm -hmm. and this is literally his first thing he does uh, as the uh, chief justice. I wonder if he did that thinking that it was like like a cool compromise. Like he's going full Nancy Pelosi where they're like, We'll we'll still let you throw kids in cages, but it's only two a day now, bud. Oh, no. Oh, no. Wait. Just wait. So, now you might be surprised to find out Burnett was actually a staunch abolitionist. I am. Why would this be? I am surprised if he's saying they can get their ass whooped every once in a while. Yeah. He says if there was slavery, that would mean black people would be in the country and he didn't want them around at all. I guess you could say he was too racist for slavery. (laughs) Dude, I can't tell if this rocks or if it's just so bad. (laughs) He's literally too racist. Yeah, dude. (laughs) So he's too (laughs) racist. That's so good. Now, <laughs> I bet he went now to church lot- every Sunday too, dude. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Um, yeah, that 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 was actually a big part. A lot of the uh, there was a huge chunk of the abolitionist movement that was up made up of all those types of people that were like basically like 
slavery would mean that black people are still around. Like, we can't have that. <laughs> I did not know that that was a thing. Yeah. And that is so fucking... God, imagining being at, like, a secret abolitionist meeting and everyone's like, we gotta fucking free him. We gotta, we gotta really, really, you know, do our part and help. And someone's like, yeah, get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> Can you imagine what those meetings were like? Oh, God. So stressful, except for that one I dude who's just like, I hate him so much. Get him off American soil. Dude, I, I wonder if it would be worse to be in a room full of, like, like, slave owners or a room full of like those type of abolitionists like the the things being said about oh definitely the fucking these type of abolitionists because at least god damn here i am defending slave owners um (laughs) my dad would be so proud um your mom's actually gonna love this part i guess um but no i mean i feel like if i had to pick between those two groups probably the slave owners because they at least value had attributed some sort of value to the slaves. Right. Yeah. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like if you mm-hmm. hate, if you hate black people so much, you don't even want them to be slaves because you don't want them in the country. Yeah. Then you're going to be saying some horrible shit. Like that's like, I mean, I guess that's like the only way you can view someone less than a slave. Right. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Yeah. You're not even worthy enough for me to look at. Yeah, like I can't, I don't, like you're not even worthy of my ownership. Right. It's like, that's all, that's a wild version. of. That's a wild thing to say. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, that's. Oh, oh, so yeah, those people are around. So the last law appears to have never been used. No record of it happening at all. Oh, I'm Uh, sure people did it and then just didn't report it. Right. The people of Oregon wanted the state to be slave-free to ensure the state had no black people in it. So, um, so yeah. Um, and, oh, oh, guess what? That law was, like, technically on the books until, like, three years ago. About the same, until, like, like last yeah. Thursday or something? <laughs> yeah, something crazy. Um, in 1848, Oregon Territory passed a law banning black people from living in Oregon. I've heard and, about that. I heard that that happened. Yeah. Um, in 1850, Oregon gave all white, all whites land grants and excluded blacks. They even included... Were there any blacks uh, even there? Uh, so yes, there were some black people that, uh, (coughs) that were, that were brave enough to try and, um, go into that state as a, as a, as a free black How big was it at this time? It was very, it was, it was still pretty small. Okay. So it's not like technically Oregon them like went from like Canada to like fucking, you know, San Francisco and then over to where like fucking, you know, Oregon was, well, Oregon as the shape of it was always what it was like this, the shape of it never really changed. Okay. That, that's what I'm asking. Like if, if like Oregon territory was like, no, I'm talking about like, like if the Oregon territory was like so big that these people were like, I will risk being whipped once a month to get a piece of this sick land. Yeah. No motherfucker. Go to Northern California, go to fucking Washington. It's not like Louisiana, like how Louisiana was this big piece and then they cut it all up. Oregon was pretty much, the way it looks now is like the way it looked back then. Still, I can't imagine at- like being back then and hearing about Oregon and being like, I want to go somewhere where like, just, dude, give me a, a state that's just half mud. Like that sounds you know fucking what? dope. That's not true. 
Oregon and Washington, I think, were one. I think that was a whole Oregon little part okay. up there. So Washington, because yeah, I don't, I, I'm not sure exactly. I'd have to see. Andrew, so, can you can you tell us like what the Oregon territory was or whatever at this time, like how big it was or what area it you know encompassed? Thanks. By 1848, the Oregon Territory encompassed what we know as Oregon today, as well as Washington State, Idaho, and parts of Montana. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it was the same as it is today. Uh, founded as a white-only state, but again, there were some blacks that ventured in, black people that had ventured in to try and uh, and risk it. But this is uh, the thing eight- that I don't understand: is what it's not worth risking it to be right. in fucking Oregon. So in 1851, Jacob Vanderpool, um, this uh, black gentleman, owned a saloon in Oregon City. Why? Why, why, why? Why would you do that? Right. Because he's brave. Uh, A white guy reported him for the crime of being black in Oregon. Yeah. I mean, dude, how did no one do it when he was building a fucking saloon? I don't know, man. Did he just do it all at night when people weren't around? I have no clue. But, I mean, apparently he had the business open for a while. No, you know. But, like, duh. It's weird, right? Um, and Jacob was forced to give up his business and leave the state after being reported. But, yeah, you're right. It's like, how did that not... How did you get that far? How did you get far enough to have a business removed in a state where you weren't allowed to be, like... It is the Wild West. I mean, maybe he was just like kind of like... So you're saying that you think that he built a fucking bar like in the middle of the woods and then just waited for people to just like <laughs> super randomly stumble onto his front porch and be like, hey, I'm, you know, welcome yeah. to my bar. Business so is appara- weird. It is weird. Apparently the white guy also had like a couple like real estate in the area. And I think it was also like a kind of like a... uh. They kind of tolerated Jacob for a while, but then the real estate guy was like, uh, he's bringing down, mm. like, I don't, you know what I mean? It's okay. kind of like a business-oriented thing. Okay. Um, I'm not, nobody knows for sure, though. Does nobody uh, know, or does Jordan not know? I don't know, and but obviously, <laughs> dude, of course. <laughs> nobody knows, nobody word. knows. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a state that no, like, literally founded as a, a whites-only state. Um, in 1857... Oregon state constitution made the state's exclusion of blacks into law and it states no free Negro or mulatto not residing in the state at the time of the adoption of this constitution shall ever come reside or be within the state or hold any real estate or make any contract or maintain any suit therein. That's the state's constitution at that time. Well, I'm sorry. It's still not a state, but I guess they were getting ready because Jesus. in 1859, Oregon finally becomes a state. So that was two years before Oregon officially becomes a state. So that is signed so into law, and then they become a state. Mm-hmm. And they're not letting yes. any gelatos in or whatever. Yeah. It says Negroes or mulattoes, mm. which I'm unsure of what that means. Um, uh, so the... It, Officially is the only state in the union to officially be whites only and is the only state to ever try to do it as well. So this is the only state that ever tried to do this. I mean, which is surprising, right? I would that is like honestly that. pretty surprising. Oregon initially ratified the 14th Amendment, which 
gave all people born or naturalized in the United States citizenship, including former slaves. So this is known as like birthright citizenship. They were trying to find a legal way to be like, yo, we had all these people. We brought these people over. We need to find a, a way to legally make them all citizens. Um, so do you know, uh, okay, so when this is happening, do you know how many black people were in Oregon? Like ballpark? Uh, Even if it's yeah. like a percentage of the population? Oh, I get, I, I, I get, th- I get there, and eventually. Okay. So we'll just hold off on that. Uh, I'm just curious. I'm just curious to see how many people they're actually worried about. You know what I mean? Right. Like if they're going through all this trouble for like 25 dudes. It's literally at this point, it's not many at all. Um, because this is even before you'll see, you'll see. Um, so they they passed, they ratified the amendment, right? but mm-hmm. immediately rescinded the ratification. Okay. So I guess people got mad. All the white people. Um, one of six states to refuse to ratify the 15th Amendment, giving black men the right to vote, is the 15th Amendment. Um, Oregon eventually ratified the 15th Amendment. When do you think? Fucking 1912. 1959. Jesus Christ, are you serious? Yeah. And it they didn't ratify the 14th Amendment, the one I was talking about, the, the birthright citizenship, until 1973. I about to say until 75. Yeah, something crazy like that. Um, in 1890, only 1,000 black people lived in the state of Oregon. 1,000. Out of how it, many? That was in 1890. So when you were asking, that was in 1850s. So but how many people were there in total? I don't know. Well, that, that makes it a little hard for me to judge how big 1,000 was back then. I'm sh- sure this made it a point to be like only 1,000. In 1920, there was only, by 1920, there was only 2,000. Okay. Yeah. Things are things are rocking and rolling by 1920. Yeah. So that gives you a little bit of an idea. In the 1920s, Oregon was the highest per capita membership of the KKK. Makes 100% sense. Yeah. Walter Pierce was elected governor in 1922 after receiving endorsement from the Ku Klux Klan. Uh-huh. During World War II, there was a large migration of black people to Oregon because America needed to build boats for the war. Okay. Um, so Is that when tw- Boeing went to Washington? Um, I don't know. Does Boeing make boats? No, Boeing makes airplanes. But, airplanes, right. I know but that. Boeing used to be over here. Like, it used to be around here. It's still in D.C. There's a Boeing in D.C. But, like, the big, like, the actual plant is maybe in, in Seattle. I mean, there it's was like... A... And I know they moved it over there because of the war. Like, they moved that part of, like, heavy industry out there for land and also proximity stuff. So, I don't... I'm just thinking kind of to myself. I wonder when they were... Yeah. I mean, Portland was perfect for making boats. Uh, That whole area is kind of perfect for that, you know? Um, But, yeah, you're right. They did... A lot of of the war industry did go over to that area to make shit. Um, So, during... uh, And so... That was when 20,000 black people moved to Oregon by the end of the war. Um, most of them lived in Vanport, a town literally created to house the many workers during the war. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. 
I mean, not Van- cool. I mean, like the conditions were probably abhorrent, but yes, they were. It was very bad. Vanport was segregated from Portland, and it was walled in on all sides by fifteen foot tall dikes to keep the city to keep the city dry is what it, they said. Uh, but it's literally like you you wouldn't be able to see the horizon from inside the city walls. They were literally walled in. That is. God damn it. I know, right? Um, when the war ended, the mayor wrote an op-ed in the newspaper telling Vanport they were no longer welcome in the state. The Wait. mayor of Portland. Oh, the mayor of Portland. Vanport is basically just right outside of Portland at this time. Mm-hmm. I forget what it is now, but um, but yeah. Uh, now in 1948, there, uh, there was a huge storm happening and, uh, the dikes did not hold and Vanport was wiped out by floods. Jesus. Yeah. Now many died, but it's still unknown how many died because it, uh, the city secretly disposed of hundreds of bodies, including 457 corpses that were shipped to Japan. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and that's really. I just kind of wanted to go over the history of the state of Oregon, and because when we think of Oregon today, you think of it as super liberal. You think of Portlandia. You know, I mean, most 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 people, if they know anything, they know that Portland's the progr- super liberal part, but the rest of Oregon's super red. But this is ju- – I just wanted to like show just how insane the rest of Oregon is because if you go anywhere other than Portland, it's all white nationalists. And still to this day, they hold like the largest members of the KKK. So, yeah. So that's basically it. Yes. Yes, it is. Did you watch Green Room? Oh yeah. Yeah. Is it good? I've I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's really good. Um it's it's interesting with Green Room. Um cuz that shit is like very real. Right. Like the compounds in the woods in Washington where they mm-hmm. have like shows and stuff. I thought that's in Oregon though. That that movie takes place in Oregon. Right? Uh I think it I'm takes pretty sure. place in Washington, but either way, like I had been to like a show or two at a place like that. Not like one that was run by like white power dudes, but like those like type of like halls out in the middle of the fucking woods. Mm-hmm. Like I've been to like a show or two at, at one of those. Ooh. And, um, scary. It was cool. No, it, it was cool. But like, yeah, no, that, that, that movie was something else. Yeah. I remember watching it and people being like, isn't that crazy? Baby? It's like, yeah, that's literally everyone that doesn't live in like the three cities you've heard of up there. Yeah, Astoria's pretty liberal, Portland's liberal, and uh, Eugene. And then everything else is just fucked. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's the same thing with yeah. Washington. It's like if you're not in fucking Seattle or Olympia or like maybe parts of Tacoma, like it's just like being in fucking Western Maryland again. That's got to be so like frustrating if you're like in any other part of the state, just being like, man, 
are states known as a blue state. Why? All my friends are fucking blah, blah, blah. You know, like that's got to be frustrating. It's a weird, it's a weird, a weird zone. So like the last place that I lived in Olympia was right on the city line with like Lacey and Lacey Mm -hmm. or Tom Water. And like, you know, I didn't live near any other students. Like I lived in like kind of like a little white trash zone. Mm-hmm. And so, like, all of my neighbors, and then it ended up being, like, all the people I hung out with were, like, old, like, white, conservative rednecks. Yeah. And it was, yeah. it was something else. It was, like, being in, like, deep Frederick County. Right, right. But, yeah, I thought that was interesting because, you know, Portland has was in the news, like, a month ago. And, like, you know, all this kind of, like, I just, like, I, I just know a lot of people that are, like, ooh, Oregon. So liberal. Well, mm, kind of. Uh, well, uh, mm. you know, just the only official whites-only state. <coughs> That's um, okay, so yeah. I don't know if, um, did you want to say anything else? Um, I don't think so. Are All we right. good on time? We're good? Oh, yeah, we're we're we're, in a, we're in, running in overtime. Um, yeah. yeah, so we can wrap it up. I don't have anything else to really... I think you kind of brought up everything that happened this weekend or like today that's been like fucking wild, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing else super crazy really went down that I could think of. I just want to say real quick, I'm not even defending her, but like oh. Ellen DeGeneres is not the fucking issue. It's not the problem. They need to replace. <laughs> okay. They need to get rid of Ellen and then either have Eric Andre or Tim Heidecker host the show, but continue to call it Ellen. Yeah, I yes. Any I just I hate these. The reason why I'm that it pisses me off is not because of the Ellen thing. It's more because people are stupid to focus on this shit when there's when William Barr is the problem. Stephen Miller is the problem. Like these motherfuckers are the fucking problem. Like okay. stop going out. Like there's no reason. I see what you're saying, issue. and your sentiment is correct. But what you're saying is kind of lame because it's not like Ellen, like, like there's something wrong with people going after Ellen, but like the timing is bad and there are other things you can focus on. But then like that doesn't mean that people should stop being critical of these Ellen like, you know, figures. Well, people, well, people are, people are just upset because she's she like people know her as kind of like a mean person or a shitty person like like kind of like a just an asshole i guess but she's also played this happy-go-lucky fucking human being on television for fucking 25 years i'd be a fucking asshole too like you know i just think and a lot of the accusations and shit are so vague like there's nothing that's like like what do you mean by uh, like, un like unsavory conditions in the workplace. What do you mean by uh toxic work environment? So you know? with that, I, I I again I hear what you're saying and I, I know what you mean, but honestly, fuck it. If we want to have this like wholesale removal of people who suck, Ellen sucks and she's got to go. I'm not even gonna say she sucks. I mean, as yet. a person, she sucks. I, you know, she's, 
Do you not? I mean, I just feel, I don't know, maybe I, I have, have an I, in I'm that a, you don't. Like, I just know people no, 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 in no. LA or in like entertainment where like when this stuff it was going around or whatever, but literally like the sentiment for people in the industry is like, yeah, no shit. Ellen's been the worst. Like, for like, that's a thing. Like, Ellen is one of these celebrities who sucks. Like, whatever. Yeah, let's move on. Get her out of here. It's how she sucks. Is she an, is she just an asshole? Like, to like, cause again, has she always been, or is this just something that happens when you have to play a fucking like? From character? what I've heard, she's just always been difficult, if not like a complete asshole. But again, it's not illegal to be a fucking. Well, difficult no one's asshole. trying to fucking put her in jail. They're trying to get her off the goddamn TV. Yeah, she should retire. I am a little biased because one of her stand-up specials was like, um, like something I like really looked up to when I was a kid. That's all. But also, you know, I don't really care. I mean, it sounds like the you same, care. I care a little bit just because I think people are giving her like way. You're, they're just, they're just like really destroying this person when it's really the people that work under her that should be getting super destroyed. Her just being fucking difficult to work with. It's like, uh, like, don't be vague about it. But Let's no hear, one's like, even what? being destroyed. Like, not a lot of people are really still talking about this though. Is the thing yeah. like there are things that people are actually talking about and then like, you know, like fucking the eighth or ninth page down in the comments will be someone being like, yo, Ellen sucks. Like, yeah, just let people say she sucks. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. She'll probably get know. removed because she's not popular anymore. But she should. Yeah, you're right. She should fucking retire. She's like in her 60s. Yeah, she should have. That's what I don't get about these cash before, out. Just cash this the happens, fuck out. You know, it's going to happen. Like before this happens, why didn't you cash out? But anyway, I just want to say, like, stop. Let's stop focusing on on that. I don't know. I don't There's care. More I, I I disagree. I I halfway disagree. I wouldn't say stop focusing on it. I would say if you're going to focus on it, like, make sure you still have energy to focus on like stuff that matter more. Yes. Okay. There you go. Because like, if you want to, I also. I also don't 100% know exactly what happened. Yeah, that I, makes a lot of I sense. Have, like, the things that you have just said make sense that you don't unknow what the situation is. Yeah, the, th- the things I heard were just, like, vague, like, the work environment's toxic. You got like, a lot of, like, really strong kind of opinions for stuff that you you only know, like, two sentences of, like, you know, what you see, like, trending on Twitter. Uh, again, I'm just like, Ellen, really? Come on. Come on. I mean... It, if it wasn't Ellen, it was going to be any of these other people where they just have a sacrifice. Who's, ne- who's next? Oprah? You're going to fucking destroy Oprah's life? I mean, it'll probably be like fucking Jimmy Kimmel. Or like, like what I'm trying to say is like she represents like this media class, right? And so she just happened to be the one that they're going after. They could have easily done Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel. Like any of these late night people could have all been interchangeable with Ellen, but it's Ellen. And like so... It's it's symbolic as well as it is personal and like she's also one of the first greats to come out in the middle to come out as cool. a lesbian. If you're a piece of shit, of... you don't get a pass just because you're a lesbian on TV. No, okay. Okay. Like I get it. I get it. I'm not a fit Yeah, I'm not I'm just not going to have strong views about it anymore. I just wanted to in passing be like le- yeah. Just really, and then, okay, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> well, so much for that, because I'm all riled up. <laughs>
You meet me halfway. You're saying, yeah, just let's go after the the real big fish. Well, you to know? be honest, like I could say that I'm happy that people are at least going after somebody. If I wanted to make that argument, I could because as you had sort of alluded to earlier, like not everybody's that well-versed in politics or like current events or like whatever. So like it's it's unrealistic to expect everybody to be mad at, you know, Mitch McConnell, uh, fucking Matt Gates, whoever the fuck, right? Like it's unrealistic mm-hmm. to expect people to actually be mad at people who matter. So if people are going to instead who wouldn't be in that conversation at all, if now they're mad at fucking Ellen DeGeneres, but their anger is still vaguely pointed in the right direction. Eh, at the Not end of the really. day, at the end of the day, I'll take it. Well, it is because they're still mad about so things that are problems. Ellen DeGeneres sits with George W. Bush, and instead of focusing on George W. Bush and everybody being like, "Remember him? How piece of shit he is?" They're going, "Ellen DeGeneres, you sat next to a piece of shit. You're the piece of shit." It's like, do you really think what's happening no. right now? I don't want to talk about Ellen DeGeneres until you actually read about what this is about, Jordan. Okay. Because you are so uninformed that like this isn't even applicable. No, keep this in because this is what I have to deal with. You represent a very, very big part of society who don't know what's going on and then you have opinions. And this is how fights on the internet start. <laughs> I read some stuff. You haven't read enough stuff to know what's going on. It's just, you know. Whatever. It's we still have fucking Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney's still allowed to walk around with his stupid ass, fake ass heart. And yes. these motherfuckers want to go after Ellen DeGeneres. Well, That's all. I'm at saying. least they're going after something. I don't really care. All right. If it's if Thank it's you. Ellen or nothing, then fucking take her. All right. That's the show, guys. Thank you so <laughs> much for listening. Um, you can listen. You can uh, follow us on Twitter at Bolsheviks uh, and uh, on Instagram uh, at. Bolsheviks, and um, you can follow Robbie at Lord Hoopert. Uh, you can follow me at Fleetworks, and you can follow our producer Andrew on Future Sucks. So, have uh, oh, we also have a Patreon. Uh, you know, you can support us and shit on that too if you want, which you don't want to right now, but at some point you might. All right, you almost got all of them. You also forgot to say like and subscribe and tell your friends because that's how we get the word out. Like and subscribe and tell your friends. There you go. Yep. You got it. You get it. You, you, you got all three. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>